What's happening, financial coaches? I want to tell you something here. This is my rule. No referral is better than a bad referral. And I bring this up because that might sound pretty obvious, but I have seen this a number of times where people are giving bad referrals. And what uh, bad referrals end up doing here are they kind of pollute relationships. They hurt credibility. They waste people's times. They do a lot of different stuff. So let me give you an example here um, that, you know, um, this wasn't me. So I want to be careful about uh, protecting everyone's confidentiality here. But someone was looking for a referral from a service provider. And uh, she told someone and that uh, person so eager to give a referral said, Hey, I've got the perfect person for you. Let me set you up. Let me give you uh, her phone number. And they connected. And the first thing that person said on the phone was, I think there's been a miscommunication. And I don't want to give you the details of it. I, you know, it's, it's, uh, those things are kind of private, but it's, it's in the world of finance and they talked and it was a wasted call. It didn't last very long and it was very polite and everyone was very friendly about it. But where I saw the breakdown was, is in the person who wasn't on the call. It was the person in the middle. And in my opinion, the person in the middle wasted a lot of time and they didn't even realize that they are wasting time, that they lost credibility by both parties. And what I later discovered, and I bring this up because I kind of investigated it a little bit, it wasn't really my issue, but I kind of got wrapped up into it, is that the person in the middle has done this a number of times. And what ends up happening, and what ended up happening is um, a person needed some help financially. They had mentioned something to someone, and this person had a service provider. Now, the person's need had nothing to do with the person that was providing the services. And in, in this case, the client needed uh, some, some help with some financial products. And this person works in finance in helping fundraise money for charities, right? It, it's, it may be financial related, but it had nothing to do. You know, this person needs help with specific issues on specific products at a specific company. And this person doesn't live locally, doesn't work for a company. They work in fundraising for charities. And so they get on the phone and the the, the person says, hey, you know, I've got these products and I'm kind of worried about the maturity dates. And I'm trying to figure out like, what are my options? And she, and she says, uh, I think there's been some sort of miscommunication. I have absolutely no idea what any of that even is. And, you know, she and her, she said that the person who connected them, uh, she explained that. She's like, okay, I hear what you're saying that your friend needs, but that's not what I do. And I'm not sure exactly what transpired there, but it sounds like the person's like, no, 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 you, you'll be, you know, you'll be able to help. It'll, it'll be great. Let me connect you guys. What ends up happening is that person in the middle who thought they were doing such a great thing, they were being in tune to people's needs and people who are service providers and all this stuff and connecting them, um, managed to tick two people off, right? The person who had an issue, who delayed getting the right help that they needed because they thought they had someone else that was going to be able to help them. The other person who knew that it wasn't going to be a good referral off the bat, who told the person who was referring that they weren't the right person, yet was forced into having a phone call that didn't last very long, but it was inconvenient for everyone. It was slightly embarrassing, and it just destroyed the person in the middle's credibility. And from what I've heard now, that person who has done this has done it multiple times and people don't particularly like the referrals from this person. What I'm saying is don't be that person. Giving a bad referral, someone who's not 
um, relevant to the person is a reflection on you or me, you know, right? It means that I'm not listening to what that person needs and I'm not listening to the people in my network who provide things well enough, right? Because I should be able to make those matches, make those connections pretty well. I should have a good understanding of what you do in your business to say, hey, that could be relevant to these people. And then when I'm hearing problems or needs, you know, being able to match those up, what I don't necessarily want to do is just hear, hey, a keyword here or there and match it up. I would never take, hey, you like animals um, and you're looking to adopt a golden retriever. And I know this person at a zoo. Why don't I match you up? Now, it's possible they might have the right connections, but if you're matching them up just based on that, that is going to be a bad referral. And some people think that just making those connections is somehow valuable to people. Making the right connections, maybe they're not the perfect connection, maybe it's a connection that just helps move them forward, that can be good, but making a bad connection wastes time and, and, and breaks down your credibility. And that's why I'm saying, you know, I know that we are excited about making referrals. I know that we are excited about giving referrals. I try to do it as often as I can. When someone's telling me about someone that they want to meet, you know, or a business or an industry they want to break into, I usually am kind of searching the Rolodex in my mind, you know, and sometimes I'll even do it, um, you know, um, digitally, you know, jump on LinkedIn afterwards and be like, you know, do I know someone at that company? And, you know, hey, I, I do, or I didn't even know that they worked there, but, you know, their connection and I can search and I want to make those connections for people because a lot of people have done it for me. And it's been very profitable for the ones that do it right. And my hope is to do it in a way that adds a lot of value to other people too. So um, what it says, you know, I think there are various lessons you can take out of this. One, you know, don't push people if they're telling you that it's not a good referral. They may be saying it's not a good referral, even when it sounds like a good referral for reasons that you don't know. Maybe they're winding down their business. Maybe they're not in a place where they can, you know, uh, work with uh, certain people or charge the rates that they've been charging. You know, there are all sorts of reasons that if people are declining to be referred to someone or introduced to someone, uh, respect that. Don't necessarily push on that. And understand what people provide and understand what the people that you're talking to need to make those good referrals, not just close referrals, but good referrals and connections. And that will help um, your reputation from being harmed. It'll keep your reputation intact when people think about it. And when you make a referral, people will have the, the um, idea that it's a good referral. They will be giving you the benefit of the doubt because your past referrals have been good. You know, it doesn't mean every single one of them has to be a spot on hit or a home run or anything like that, but a little bit of active listening and, you know, um, critical thinking and active connecting is going to pay dividends when it comes to uh, becoming a referral agent and having that reputation as someone that is a connector. So, uh, in spite, uh, so a little bit of time there will help you avoid wasting time for a lot of people. That's it. Hopefully that helps you. Uh, continue to improve your referring where uh, the idea of not referring is better than making a bad referral. See you later.